came down from Connecticut because they wanted snow and it was like 72 degrees. <laughs> you wear that shawl. Welcome to What in a Wedding, a wedding planning podcast where we help you expect the expected. That's right. We said expect the expected because while you probably don't have a lot of experience in weddings, we do. So sit back, relax, and listen to us talk all things weddings. Enjoy. Today in What in the Wedding, we're going to talk seasonal weddings, particularly fall and winter, and all the things that come with that. Ooh, yes. I love a fall, I love a winter, I'm a winter bride. I am a winter bride as well, December. Um, but we're going to talk all the considerations, but first we have to do some news stories love a new this story. week in weddings. So I have a good one okay. uh, from a planner, because the photographer's... I guess this this could be related to photography. We're going to talk about it. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, a fashion influencer whose stunning New York City wedding. Let me start over. A fashion influencer whose stunning NYC wedding fans obsessed over is now being condemned oh. for covering up the ugly red exit signs to maintain an aesthetic. I mean, okay. I feel like I love that. But that's not fire code. So. <laughs> but I'm also not the police. So. The planner and you had to point that out. Okay, so um, we have to start out by saying we are not encouraging you to break the law. Don't we are not encouraging you to do things to get the fire marshal involved. Please don't do that either. I understand why there are exit signs. I understand that they are ugly as a photographer because I have photoshopped so many. many an exit sign out of many pictures um as a planner i can see where that would put you in a pickle right with yes. the couple and the venue and the fire marshal mm-hmm. if someone was like hey cover up these exit signs so do you want me to give you um what do you do saved ashley or hood ashley <laughs> does it depend on your mood in the moment i'm <laughs> probably going to cover them for sure if they are very upset about them and they want them covered i'm going to cover them where it might be like a head table situation a ceremony situation where there's like a lot of moments in the picture but as soon as that small bit is over i will take it off i will tell the venue Mm -hmm. that i'm doing this i won't be able to get in contact with fire marshals so we're just gonna let and i feel like for the most part people walked in the door they know how to get out right but again we are not Conduct no, kind of do behavior. Don't, don't do what I would do, but I would probably do that for my couple because I do would do anything right. to make them happy. And I can see how the people of the internet, the people of the internet, always have opinions, um, and they're always going to go back and forth. So again, I understand the legality of it. I understand the couple wanting them covered up. I understand that the photographer is going to have to Photoshop them out, and I un- also understand that it could be a safety issue. So we're just going to agree that on all accounts, that is actually a very simple but tough situation. Very, very simple, but tough. Simple for me, because I know what I'm going to do. But tough for anybody else that has to question what they want to do. I am a rule follower. I will not say what I would do. I'm going to Photoshop them out. <laughs> okay. All right. What is a rule follower? Oh, That's where we differ. That's it's making different. me sweat. I guess sweaty armpits just thinking about it. Okay. Like, oh, my. Um, not me. So I'm laughing because my news story goes right along no. with the situation as well. We don't tell each other these news stories ahead of time. So. Yeah, we want okay. it to be fun. So. Tell me. So, in recent news, this is just a fun TikTok issue that went 
viral. Uh, so a bride was greeting her tables and having a good time after dinner. You know, it's about to be party time. We're about to be off timeline, so that's fun. So they get to have a good time and get to watch. Uh, she was greeting a family table, and her little niece came over and wipe, wipe, wipe on her dress. Oh. Wiped her little mouth with all the little goodies attached mm. now onto her dress. So brings us to a very big topic. To have children at the reception, <laughs> or to not have, I love saying that, or to not have children at the reception. That has become a big point of contention in weddings in the past, I would say, a couple of years. Uh, that I'm having a lot of adult-only receptions, mm -hmm. and I'm having less receptions with children at them. So, how do you feel about that? What What do you feel in that news? I'm just laughing that... We're really firing the people of the internet up today. Yeah, they're <laughs> Yeah, and I am all about either or. Like, I love children in the yes. wedding. I also <clears throat> like to grant wishes to my couple's needs at once. So I guess it's just a thing where it's like, oh, it's funny, but this video went viral yeah. because guests or guests and people watching were so upset right. because now there's just this huge stain. Right. And where's the planner with the tie stick? I mean, now yes. the planner is going to be scrubbing and the And the, the photographer is going to have to Photoshop that out now. The entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So again, with me being the rule follower, try to see all sides of the story, not to upset the people of the internet. Um, <laughs> I am a mother. I have two children. So I am blessed that I have grandparents close who anytime I call them and I need some, you know, them to watch my children so that I can go to an adult only wedding, I'm able to do that. I also have very close friends that don't live near their home that they grew up in. So they don't have close family that are able to watch their kids. So if they get invited to that kind of stuff, they don't get to go. I understand why people get upset. However, if your kid's the kid that's going to run amok and wipe their mouth on the bride's dress, they probably shouldn't have been there. Correct. I don't know. Again, I'm a mother, and I know that kids kids can be kids. Uh, I get that. But if you know your kid is a runner, I have a runner. He's older now. He doesn't run anymore. But I had a toddler who was a runner. I just had to stay with him at all times. You were running with him. Um, I've seen kids stick their fingers in cakes. Yeah, that's. I've seen it happen. I'm taking pictures of this kid, like, and I don't want to get involved. It's not my child, but I also don't want them to knock the cake off the table. Which is more of a disaster than kid cake. So I think that ultimately it's the couple's decision. I mean, people people are like, oh, well, I'm attending their wedding, but I think people forget in today's day and age, most of those couples are paying for the wedding themselves. They're paying for you to eat. They're paying for you to drink. It's their yeah. choice who they invite to the wedding. I think. And I feel so bad because I actually have a wedding coming up in two weeks and she received an invite that literally had scratched and my mm -hmm. children will Happens all the time. She's at a historic venue that's like, I mean, this is the house that was built in like the early 1800s. Like it's, it's going to fall over with a puff of a, a puff of a wind of, from your, what am I saying here? <laughs> what do you mean? A puff of wind will blow the It's been around long enough. It's probably seen some stuff. It's seen a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and so she's looking at me like, Ashley, please help me. Like, I just did their yeah. final meeting. And she's like, how do I respond to this? It's a cousin. And I feel like that makes it even harder. It does. It puts you in a very bad family. situation. So I had to sit there and figure out a way to tell her. I mean, the reason being it's a historical venue. Yeah. And she really just doesn't want the worry. The stress. And the stress on her yeah. wedding day. So I said, put exactly that. Be genuine and true yeah. to your feelings. That's what people appreciate. And I mean, I'm the, I'm the type that I, I might even tell a little white lie and be like, listen, like we are max capacity for the guest list. 
we don't have room or chairs for anyone else. Like, we're sorry. And oh, I know it's such a tough, tough it is tough. Those are good stories, though. You know, second episode in, and we've probably already fired some people up. All right. Well, good thing that we're professionals and can handle it. All right. Let, let's 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 move on to seasonal wedding. Oh, I love all the seasons. Uh, I like to start things off with uh, quick. When you think fall weddings, what pops into your brain? Beautiful fall foliage mm-hmm. and trees mm-hmm. and pumpkins and fall flowers, which are my favorite. Yes. Love a mom. Uh, it's just picturesque and that's yes. why it's so trendy and so popular. Yeah. It, 12 years, fall is still it. And if you're not from, we are in the Appalachia area. If you're not from this area, you're probably thinking, what are you talking about? Because my, my, I have a photographer friend in Vermont. It's been fall since like the end of, cause they're North. So it gets colder faster. Right. So they they're already into fall weddings. It's already fall foliage wow. up there, wow. but people in Florida are still dealing with very hot weather and they don't, the palm trees don't get fall. So, so just bear with us and remember that we have the fall trees and the fall color and all the seasons. Um, So that's what we're talking about here today, specifically to our area. And if you want to fall wedding, you live in those southern states. Travel. The west travel. We are a destination. We have resorts around us. We sure do. And they are gorgeous. And it's beautiful. All right. So you want to take it away, Ashley? I do. I do. So. uh, Misconceptions about fall foliage. And I love that word. Foliage. I think you're over pronouncing. Yep, that's how I'm gonna say it. Just... <laughs> okay, so here, here's our two personalities coming coming out. We're not even an hour into recording first and second episode. <laughs> um, buckle up, everybody. It's a wild ride. What was the question? Oh, uh, misconceptions about fall foliage. Foliage. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about it in the different areas that you live in, but I know what you mean. Helping people yes. understand like so how it works. One of the biggest misconceptions about when it actually, everyone thinks October is fall because that's when the pumpkin festivals happen and the apple festivals happen. And we get our fall decorations out. We have the first fall holiday with Halloween, um, which we're actually going to talk about in the next episode. Uh, people think that October here is, is, is colorful and it's not. It's still green. And I have had to send couples pictures from other weddings I have done other years to prove to them that, hey, it doesn't actually get orange till like the third or fourth week of October. I know. And that's if the first frost is Correct. Happened. And I would love to Correct. be like, we are the weather women of the world, but mm-hmm. we are not. My most fall wedding last year was the first full weekend in November. Same. Same. Yeah. I always tell November. No, but it's cold. And we're going to talk about the hair in a second. So I see on here, you have questions for me. Me. I do. So, spill it. What is your favorite season to shoot? In? Season all the way around, not all fall. Around. Okay. I know we're doing fall and winter, but like seasonal weddings, yeah. Um, so it's gonna depend on whether you're asking if it's me or it's the couple, because I, I how you feel. So when you get excited about a date, I I really love summer weddings. But I, if you look at my Instagram, if you look at my website, I love the green, the lush, yes, the thick same, green yeah. trees and all the things that come with summer weddings. But I hate it because of the heat for my couple because they are dressed in heavy clothing okay. and they're sweaty and they're hot and they're dehydrated and they've got, you know, the shine on their heads and we're having to wipe and the makeup and... 
the hair frizz and all that. It's very hard for a couple. Most of my very hot summer weddings, we get halfway through photo time and they're like, you know, if you're their planner, you're running with water bottles. Um, I'm trying to keep them hydrated. I know that one wedding, we both showed up with water because it was so hot. We were just thinking we got to keep them hydrated and keep them on four feet. And so it's hard for couples. I still enjoy the summer weddings. I love when it starts to cool down because no one is miserable in the heat. No, and they're having a good time. And they're having a good time because it's not hot and miserable and sweaty. But once it starts to get cold, now it's the reverse. It's better for them because they're in heavy, thick clothing, big dresses, tuxes, jackets, and vests. It doesn't matter. But it matters for me because I can't wear gloves. I can't feel the buttons on my camera with gloves. So we have fingerless gloves. And I've done some 14-degree weddings in the winter um where it's been so cold that by the time we're done and i'm talking like 15 minutes like we're not out long i can't feel the buttons because my fingers are numb are numb they're literally numb so it just it depends i look forward to winter weddings and i look forward i think it depends on and i mean spring weddings is like the beginning of us coming back into wedding season after having so it's exciting and then fall weddings are all the rage I think it's nice that we get variety around here. I do too. I'm, we're lucky we get bored. Get, yeah. I feel like I never get bored because it's always just something. Yeah. Because not right now we've, we're just getting done with summer and we're rolling into fall. Right. Rolling into fall now. So I guess that's my next question then. So would you rather have full fall foliage trees, mm-hmm. tree line behind you, or would you rather just a couple of trees and less green behind you? That's going to depend on what my couple wants. Really? It doesn't matter to me. Right. But if I have a couple that has dreamed of a fall wedding and thought that the first weekend of October was going to give them that beautiful fall wedding and now we're at the end of September and they're calling me going, oh, my God, it is not changing. What are we going to do? It's too late at that moment. Like, we've been planning for a year and a half and we're two weeks out from the wedding. Like, (laughs) so what I do, you know, we'll find one tree. We'll, We'll find something which I've done. We were just talking about it earlier today in my studio. I have a picture of a couple in front of a beautiful red tree. Was literally the only red tree. And it looks gorgeous. It does look like it's fall. If you have a good photographer and or videographer who has experience, they're going to know how to make your very green wedding look fall. But that comes with experience. That's not, you know, I think that's an experience thing, not a how good are you thing. Because when I was new, I didn't particularly think that one tiny tree was gonna with a certain lens would make it look more fall than it actually is now i know that right so where i am is i love fall weddings because of all the above it's beautiful it's cool it's everyone's in a better mood because it's it's cool But in the same token, I have to worry about rain and how cold it's going to be and the weather changes frequently in the area we're from. So Mm -hmm. where it could be beautiful, sunny, sunshine, 60, 50 degrees. And then by the afternoon, it's 30 Mm -hmm. and it's showered. Yes. So that's where I run into. I love fall, but fall comes with a lot of stress. Yes. And that's actually something that I had put put on here. I always tell my fall couples buy the shoulder covers for the girls buy the wraps don't take the tags off of them no buy them a couple weeks prior have a plan don't take the tags off because especially in october where we live like you said i've had weddings where i have a wedding on a friday and then 24 hours later i have a wedding on the saturday um 2018 pops in my head it it was the end of september the friday wedding was hot we were dying 
And it was actually out of town for me, and I didn't pay too much attention to the weather. When I woke up Saturday morning, I had to call my assistant and say, will you stop at Walmart and get me a sweater? <laughs> because it was like 54 degrees that morning. It had been 78 the night before. I was dying at this outdoor reception. Now I've got an outdoor ceremony, and it's 54 degrees, and it's cold. Right. So you have to plan. You don't know. From no every other weekend in October can be very different. So plan. Um, I'm going to tell everyone that's like looking at fall. If you're looking at an outdoor ceremony venue or even an outdoor tent venue, <laughs> just be prepared. Always have sidewalls for that tent. Heaters. Heaters. <laughs> like you need all the things because you cannot predict it and your venue cannot predict it and your planner cannot predict it. Correct. Nobody in your venue team can predict that. So I say have clear umbrellas, have shawls, right. have outdoor heaters going, yes. depending on your venue, have a tent, Yes. Uh, have sidewalls, just have all the things. And one thing that many don't know with a lot of like tent rental companies, uh, they allow you to give them a final heat, like say about the Tuesday before your wedding. Oh, So if you're like, we can kind of gather what's going to happen. Not right. great. Yes. But like we can gather temperature wise, it's not going to go 20, 30 degree difference. Right. So I feel like you could maybe get rid of those sidewalls if you know, oh, it looks like it's not even. We'll explain to them what a sidewall oh, yeah. is. People know what this is. Yes. What's a sidewall? I know what it is, but what's a sidewall? So um, if you're doing a tent reception, it is just literally going to be the zipped sidewall mm -hmm. to create a wall around your tent to enclose you and your guests. Um, one story comes to mind. This was right before COVID time. So 2019, I did an October wedding on a terrace and it was a 120 person wedding, huge, like 90 by 40 tent. Uh, I made sure a, we had sidewalls, B, we had outdoor heaters all around the tent because you can't have them in the tent because fumes, fumes. We want everyone to live past tonight. Yes. <laughs> We laugh, but it's like, this is stuff you will not think about. That's, that's what we're trying to tell people oh, here. Do that outdoor heater indoors. Mm -hmm. No, pro they're like propane, right? They're propane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we get into, well, actually, I want my, my tent to be heated. You can definitely do a climate control tent. You're just probably looking in a couple thousand dollars yeah. to heat that tent. So just be prepared for that. I'll be honest with you, when it's like that 50, 40 degree, that sounds really cool to us. But when you're enclosed with side, it gets hot. It gets hot in there. So even having the um, outdoor heaters on the outside of it, that heat goes underneath. Because obviously the tent walls are going to have a gap in between the ground and the start of the tent wall. Right. Just a tiny gap. I'd say maybe an inch. So um, that's where that heat's going to come from. So that's why I just, there's a lot of planning for fall weddings. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants them. Nobody realizes how much planning goes into them. Correct. Because there's just all the things. So it was an amazing day. It was sitting around like 65 all day. Uh, their ceremony wasn't until 5 o'clock, which as we know in the fall, what happens, like it starts to get darker sooner. Yes, I was going to just bring that up. I was going to make notes Sorry, here. Throwing and, all these no, 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 no. That was one of the things I was going to talk about. Carry on. So... I was like, okay, we're going to make it through, but I could see the storm coming. And I was like, okay, we need to get this rocking and rolling. I get her down the aisle where it's happening. The photographer's doing family formals. I'm like, we're good to go. Well, the rainstorms love me and they attra I attract the rain. Was this our wedding? No. Oh, okay. You with me. I'm sad because we would have been like. Because we had a wedding this happened to you recently. Oh, yeah. we're talking about fall weddings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
got this on already. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're just gonna relax. We're not gonna get hyper here. Uh, people are out in the lawn, no tent above them because it's 10% from on the terrace. Just enjoying having a good time, seeing darker and darker. I'm like, ooh, we're just getting a little nervous now. So I go ahead and I'm like, okay, time to move people. I move them into the tent. I get that rocking and rolling, bars going. They're finishing up bride and groom photos. Love that, let's move on. Sure enough, as soon as features were over, it just opened up. I had every tent wall done, but it was like clockwork. Like if I would have been 10 seconds later, it would have been over. And when I say that, oh, you're on the top of a terrace, this tent was breathing. It was like in and out. I was like, it was a Wizard of Oz situation. Oh, that's stressful. Was the tent professionally installed it was okay and that's another thing if you're going to go for a reception tent please just my advice don't go with like the special tent. uncle bob who uncle has bob who has can put up your tent who got it from one of the he got it at a flea market, a flea market. <laughs> missing a bar <laughs> missing half of the bars that need to attach the tent it's just because these tents actually have full weights on them they're safe safety the ground, like you said wizard of oz that's that's what came to mind because again we yes. want everyone to be alive at the end of this at the end of this right and it's, it's a very serious thing it like really it is I would hate to even Google and see the amount of injuries from flying tents and or fumes. Right. So we're laughing, but like it, it, it happens. It, it happens. Because one of those tent poles come out and hit somebody, Ugh. that's liability on you. Yes. And a lot of people do not carry wedding liability insurance, especially with a tent wedding because it's on a family's property. So then the family is now at liability. So write that down for a topic for another time. Right. We'll get all into wedding insurance, not wedding insurance. Vendors having, Vendors having liability it. insurance. We do. You do. <laughs> you have to. Yes. Hire a vendor that doesn't. No. All right. So wind. Oh, we just talked about wind. Love that. That was the next bullet on I my. Like we're we're like, just flowing. If <laughs> you know us, we <laughs> extremely organized but then we're not we're not actually we fake it till we make, till it. We make it and our couples embrace our craziness <laughs> they do what you see is what you get with us there are no surprises you know what you're getting so wind uh from a photographer standpoint i need y'all to pay attention to the wind there are a couple of venues that we do a lot um one ceremony location in particular Wind. Like it's windy no matter what time of year. Fall yes. and winter are very windy. Just imagine yourself, you know, people are like, oh, well, how do you remember this? Well, because I've had a lot of pictures where hair is straight up in the air. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is they're like, oh, well, you can just Photoshop that out. Yes and no. Like during formal photos, I can stop and we can say, give it, you know, let's let this gust go through and then let me do some hair fix. But during the ceremony, I can't run up there and be like, oh, hold on, let's pause for the gust, <laughs> fix the hair and veil. Uh, and Stop everything, officiant. And it yeah. kind of sucks because I get when brides bride say to me, well, Hannah, like I've always dreamed of having my hair down. I get that. But you're not going to love how your hair looks 
when it has been whipped to death by the wind. And there's only so much Photoshop can do. Like I can't create a whole extra head of hair. See, these are things I don't think about from right. your point of view. So, so yeah, like when you sat down for your bridal trial, your hair was gorgeous and it was perfect. It was that full glam, big curl. Like it looks stunning. Right. But I'm after it's been back. whipped to death at an outdoor fall ceremony, and then we have to get through an hour, maybe two hours, depending on the temperature, of formal photos. By the time you get to your reception, that hair has seen some stuff. And then through it. And then I have brides that are like, oh my God, it's frizzy, it's fuzzy, it's not curled anymore, it's fallen flat. Like, I do carry a curling iron in my car. Same. <laughs> but, but I'm not a hairstylist. And if you have extensions and full glam, like, you're not going to love your hair. No. The way you did at the bridal trial. So there have been situations where I've said to them, like, I know what you had planned, but you might want to reconsider it because even though you've dreamed of having your hair down, a, a uh, an updo will last longer. Absolutely. And I, it just depends on your hair type too. Absolutely. I definitely, that's a big thing. If you have already short hair, I feel like you can get away. It just needs to be really tight. Tight. Uh, I had a wedding last Yes, last October, she was getting married on Tennessee Mountain, and it was, like, at the top of the mountains. Oh, wind. Wind everywhere. And uh, she was getting her hair done, and she had actually done two trials to for wind, for actually... That's brilliant. Purposes, ...which is amazing. So I say, do that. Do that. Get two hairstyles in the works that you love them both, and you can decide on what that weather looks like on that day. And she was about to say the other one, and I swooped in there really mm -hmm. quick, and I just grabbed her hands, and I said, I know you love both of them. I'm going to tell you what it looks mm -hmm. like if you do this compared to this. Mm -hmm. And it was like a huge full glam hair down, yeah. the billowing love, the delicatoon uh, love. Or it was a really tight, cute braid that was like very right. all to the side and it stayed perfect yes. the entire time. So just think that. Yes. About your hair. Yeah. And I've actually had some hair stylists come at me. Oh, I'm sure. Because, and I'm not, you know, they're, they're, I've swooped in when I, they're talking to the, the bride and they're saying, do you want the curls to hang in the front or do you want, you know, everything to be pulled back? And I'll do what you said, you know, and I'll swoop in and very professionally just say, can I, you know, give my two cents? Oh, and I had one hairstylist one time that looked at me and goes, this is her hair, Ooh. not yours. And I understand it is her hair, but you hire professionals because yeah. because we're professionals because we have experience. Because we want to tell you all the things that can right. happen. You do this, right. what happens? You do this, right? What and had the bride said no, I want curls in the front. I'd have been like, okay, perfect. That's your. We're working with. I know that I have done my job and I have given you the advice and. It is ultimately, I tell all my couples, it is your day. You can tell me to pound stand <laughs> and just take pictures. And that's what I'm going to do. But I'm also going to give advice. And I have saved some, not all, couples from having hair or veil up in the air. Um, we've had officiants who have had to like hold the veil during <laughs> during vows or whatever. Because the veil was wrapping around her like a turban. See, we don't want that. We don't no. need that. What, a, a little tip trick, stick that veil into the back of the yes, dress. Yes, we call it sweaty armpit tuck. Done. <laughs> no veil problems. No veil problems. And just remember, I've had some brides that tuck it into the back of their dress and then they forget to ever take it out. Oh, yes, I've had that too. We got to remember it. And we just, yeah, we got to pull it out. We'll get made of honor when she's left yes. the dress thing yes. at the end there. Exactly. Uh, one other thing that we're talking about wind, because I know we are pressed for time because we love to talk. Um, Owl Runner. 
No. We just don't do them in the fall. No. We don't do them ever. Ever. Definitely don't <laughs> do them in the fall. I have had an owl runner that literally <laughs> a skyscraper height into the air and then back down. And while she was processing, I had uncles and family members coming out with rocks and putting them at the edge of the aisle. And I was like, this is probably a disaster. Because at that point, I'm, it's out of my hands. I can't. She's walking down the aisle, and I have family members now getting up and trying to move the aisle runner and hold it down. So those are all her photos. Everyone who's listening to this right now is probably going, oh my god, they went firm. Firm on no aisle runner. Like, How dare you? Okay. As we can say no. We should say the right. No. See, no. Say, no, I'm going to say photographer carpet. No, a heavy carpet won't move. A heavy carpet is going to bring a heavy carpet. So, you know, on I'll run. Okay. I'm not going to say that.com. Uh, but there are websites that have actual heavy duty carpeted owl runners that are worth it. It's like a full on white. Okay. That would be acceptable. I've never seen it. Okay. I've only done a couple that way because they are pricey. Okay. You're looking in like the six hundred to seven hundred dollar range. But if you rent or buy, to buy. Okay. So not bad, but you gotta resell that, and it's a white carpet. So I would love to know the history of the Owl Runner, which is actually an episode idea that we had. And my pen has been clicking this entire time I've been talking. So I, you know, you what you see is what you get. Everyone, Um, I put that pen down. So (laughs) she did. I, I can tell. Oh, it's so bad. I laugh a lot, and she clicks a lot. Yeah, hard. like I nervous energy. So, <laughs> talking about the owl runner because I know it's going to happen. So, I we are going to talk about traditions and the history of certain traditions in another episode. But I would love to know the history of the owl runner. I can only guess it was because there were not outdoor. I mean, way way back they were outdoor weddings, but we're like in the eighteen hundreds. Maybe even before that. Like the, 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 the owl runner probably has a purpose and a reason and a tradition. But when they're in the church, they're not so bad or an indoor venue because the wind's not grabbing them. However, with most of the owl runners that you get at the big box stores, that thin fabric, especially outside, the heels are going through them. We've got holes poked in them. Uh, the little ones, as they ran down the aisle doing their cute little flower girl ring bearer thing, have now tripped on them and pulled them up. And like you said, we cannot fix it in the moment. And I have had people stop and fix it in the moment. And now it just becomes this event. People are not focused on the person getting ready to walk down the aisle. They are focused on the chaos yes. that is fixing the owl runner, which I'm, I'm glad they fixed it because then it looks better in photos. But I will say 95% of the time, the owl runners that I deal with are an absolute disaster and, they look so and crumpled and have holes in them and dirt on them by the time the owl or the bride, pardon me, gets down the aisle. It's so true. It's so true. We are one in the same in that. I only They're not pretty. They're just not unless you're doing unless you're doing the higher higher end ones, which Which is that way do you want to spend that money? On the on, when we talk about budgets, I yeah. say no, don't spend it if you don't love it. Or if you have an indoor, absolutely go ahead and get that. Even then, it's like a gosmer fabric and it's very thin and it gets very dirty easily. Wow. So when you're walking down the aisle, you can actually see all the they also don't roll out nicely no they don't they actually are like and these terrible. whoever you assign to roll them out has probably never rolled out an aisle runner before so i end up helping because i'm at the front of the aisle anyways and you end up helping because you're at the back yeah. and it just be, again it becomes a production and the last thing i want as a wedding vendor is anyone even to know i exist it's exactly we are meant to be in the background correct that's why 
color coordinate my outfits. Great. With the groomsmen. Blend. Blend. All right. We're let's go into winter. I know we're all about this fall, and we're both winter brides. We're not even talking about winter because it's because fall's coming up. It's well, fall is here actually. Fall's here. Yes. Fall's my first the wedding we did last weekend. We were actually together last weekend. It was the first wedding I'd had that was like. Fall colors. It really was because most don't do it anymore. No. I'll, a little side note: a lot of trendy wedding, like just trends and weddings, right now is not following your season. No, I had a lot season. of fall colors this summer. Yes, yes. Was loving it. Loved it too. Amazing. Ugh. So winter weddings. Um, well, we were both winter brides. We've said that like three times. I love them because you only get snow once a year, and you're hoping that that mm-hmm. snow happens. But once again. The stress of snow, can't mm-hmm. predict it. Um, but I just love the barren tree yes. kind of look. It, yes. You only get that white yes. every so often. And there's not too many. So your wedding kind of stands out, let's be honest. Your mm-hmm. wedding stands out when you have a winter backdrop. Yes. And you say, you know, we can't predict snow. No, we cannot. But if you have a local ski slope... That's a lot went. of the time, That's where we went. the snow drifts into the parking lot. Um, and as long as you ask, I'm all about photographers asking permission to bring a bridal party to their parking lot. I mean, that could reflect on their business. You've got people trying to enjoy their day with their kids. you got a rowdy drunk bridal party, you know, getting off the limo. I'm, I'm all about people asking permission. Yes. Most people are going to say yes. Absolutely. You're not going to be there that long anyways because no. it's cold. But so if you need to find snow, I mean, I've had venue owners buy snow machines. Oh, yeah, for sure. And blow snow. Because they want it just as much as you do. Yeah. They want your wedding to go. Especially if you well. share the photos with them. And yeah. you know, some photographers are stingy. Don't come at me. I don't get it. No, I know. I, that, I mean, let's talk about a pet peeve of mine right here. Because <laughs> the, the people the internet. <laughs> photographers not sharing their photos with me. Because the bride is and groom or the groom and groom or the bride and the bride are all going to share okay. their photos with me. So just make it easier on both of us because I'm helping you. I'm getting your name out there to, the, to, to, to everywhere. It's more publicity for you. So question. We don't name names on this podcast. We do not. No names here. Before I respond, do you find that the city photographers are stingier with their photos than the rural area photographers, or you don't see that as a trend? I see that it's both, honestly. Okay. So this is actually an extremely hot topic in photography forums, photography classes, photography communities, Facebook pages, wherever you're getting your photographer information from. As a vendor, as a photographer, not clients. So me, a photographer in a group with other photographers. Been doing this for nine years. When I very first started out in 2015, it was very much, you do not give away your work for free. Would you work for free? No. So why are you giving your photos to another vendor for free so that they can pump their own business? Fair. What I found, and I mean, you met me early on, is that I found that by being a team player, you know, my couples aren't going to look the way that they look without hair and makeup, if they have hair and makeup. They are not going to have the beautiful dress in the very dapper looking tux without the tuxedo place or the dress place, the planner, you know, by sharing and being in this wedding community together. Right. You're going to pump my business. I'm going to pump your business. By saying no, 
no, you cannot have my photos. You have to pay me for them. And I'm, if anyone is listening to this that I've charged, I will cover that in a second. Um, I think you're just ticking people off more than you are. Here, you're getting a bad name. Right. For sure. Um, but again, hot topic. I, I can see, like, if, if Marriott calls me up, I shouldn't say names, but here we go. <laughs> um, if a big name calls me up, like Marriott or someone that I know can afford to pay me, that they're going to put my photo on a billboard. Passing. And I just should not say names, but here, here we are. It, this is hypothetical. It has not happened. Uh, then they can pay me for those photos because they, they're they not going to have people at their hotel hire me. Absolutely. They're a corporate company. Right. And we're talking about a little resort that only does like 25 Correct. things a year. Right. Here, have all the photos, Correct. but if you're utilizing my photos at a corporate event, right. you cannot sell my photos in a competition. I have that in my vendor release. Like you're not going to put my photos I took in a competition and win. Like that's a different kind of situation, but just to share on Instagram or Facebook. And, you know, I've had some, you know, some other vendors who have taken advantage and they have blasted my pictures places and claimed them as their own. And that's why I said, I will get to it. I start charging those people. Like if you're going to use my photos and you're going to filter them and you're going to claim them as your own and you're going to do things with them that. It comes with a charge. It comes with a charge. It's going to be worth my time to watch my photos just fly out there with no control over them whatsoever. Absolutely. I mean. That's a hot topic. It is hot. It's something I wouldn't have even thought about. People get angry and very emotional about it in groups. And I can see both sides of it. But in my own personal experience. It's better to share, but I have charged people and I know people might be listening to this. They're like, well, you charged me. Well, there was a reason for it. Absolutely. And I guarantee you, I didn't charge you right off the bat. Right. It was, there was a reason use my photos. Yeah. or there was some kind of situation. Um, One thing that y'all get to know, and I'm going to start here comes up a West Virginia, the y'all, um, this is a huge community, but a small community as well. And I've worked in Orlando in a city. It's still a small community. I'm in Pittsburgh. That's still a small community. It is the same vendors over and over again. And then you have the come and goers that, you know, just start and then, you know, don't move on um, from, you know, their small business. Um, we all need to get along. We all need to jive. We all have to work together. It's a common goal. It's to make this couple's day Correct. the best day. So when you're kind of out in the community and you're throwing a lot of like hate and Mm -hmm. uh, not workable, I mean, that's what you get known for. Yes. So word travels fast. All the things. So if Hannah calls me one day and for some reason I don't have a wedding that day and she needs something, I'm going to try to help her Mm -hmm. the best that I can. That goes for any other vendor that I work with all the time in this community. It is a common goal. Mm -hmm. And we want people to come to our area to have a wedding. Yes. So that's kind of, that's like my rant. Oh my. That's we really, passionate. we are passionate. We got off topic too. Back to the snow. We <laughs> just really don't want to talk about winter. I guess that's really what it boils down to. Oh no. Oh, how did we even, vendors, venue, we, we really, okay. We really went off Back topic. to the snow. So snow plan. Snow plan. What, as a planner, what things do you have to take in, into consideration when helping a couple Right. plan a winter wedding because winter is unpredictable in our area you can get 10 feet and it could be 60 degrees yes yeah, and sunny yeah. <laughs> and sunny we've had one yeah. in january january 2020 was my yeah. only non-covid wedding they came up from connecticut came down from connecticut because yeah. they wanted snow and it was like 72 degrees and he was like you wear that shawl you wear that shawl girl she's like sweating i'm like oh this poor thing oh. but like here we are we had to make it work yeah 
Yes. Um, so snow plan one, I get actually a lot of December, January, February that want to do outside. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm prepared for that. Outdoor heaters, little fire pits, let's get blankets. That's insanity to me. So crazy. Right? <sighs> but I get a lot. I was outside for my wedding. So I had little heaters everywhere. And it's, at the end of the day, my ceremony was 15 minutes. And I always tell everyone that if you're going to do outside in the winter, it needs to be 15 minutes or less. Yes. So if you want a long ceremony, move that in. Uh, what's nice is on the other side of it, and most are like, I'm getting married indoors in my ceremony and my reception's indoors. Right. So there is no plan. What's great about that, no rain call, uh, no surprises. It's exactly the way that you want it because you plan for indoors. Mm-hmm. So the only kind of wild card there is if you are deciding to do outdoors. If it does start snowing and it is like calling for feet, we have to literally come in yes. for a rain plan. What about guests? So if you're at a venue, I recommend if you have it's a hotel venue, front desk is your biggest utilization. Your guests are going to call in mm-hmm. and be like, hey, is this ceremony still outside? Right? Do people call in? Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh. They expect you to know. They expect you to know this front desk has, has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with the wedding. They will call in. So I, I notify front desk. Um, I also have like a call list that I have the family give to me for like aunts, uncles, cousins. And I just send out a group text that's like, hi, everyone. We're so excited that you're here for the wedding day. It's actually been their ceremony's been moved into out of room uh, rather than being outdoors so I get a call list um, and I also have a sign in that main entrance when they walk in that literally says where the ceremony is Smart. and I also have my assistant out there to help guide guests to everywhere see this is why having a planner is very helpful yes you don't want your family correct aunt, cousin brother out there trying to direct right. your guests and that affects photography it because if I do a lot of weddings that don't have planners. I'd say it's about 50-50 right now. And if I've got mom and bride calling Uncle Fred and Aunt Pam and everyone else, I don't have them for photos. Correct. Yeah. And they're being pulled. And they're stressed. And that can read on your body language and your face and your photos too. Yes. I can tell you I have come in probably last minute for a lot of weddings where moms and aunts are literally like hugging me because they're like, I just couldn't even enjoy this anymore right. because I was so stressed that things were going to go wrong. So that's just something to take into account if that's going to affect your day. And it, and it does because it reads on, on photos for sure. If you have like a venue that's multiple areas. Yeah. And you have to drive. And you have to drive. So that's kind of the snow plan there. You're either outdoors and you're having a snow call or you're indoors and you're not having a call at all because no worries, everything is indoors. Um, The only thing I know that you have to consider is that lovely daylight saving. Ah, I'm glad you brought it up because I was thinking in my head, what did I want to say? And that's (laughs) what it was. was The ceremony is going to be early, everyone. It's going to be early. Three is probably the latest I would do a winter wedding. 3 or 3.30, depending on where you're been. Ceremony time? Ceremony time. Okay, well, let's let's talk from my standpoint. If you have a ceremony at 3, 3.30 and the couple opts to not do a first look, yeah, you should see her face right now. She's just screwed me. <laughs> <laughs> If the if the ceremony, I have nothing to say. Because because again, that's why that's we really should slow down. We really should. We can slow it down. We're gonna go on another rant, and it's gonna be a one star reviews. These people talk so fast. 
this again what you see is what you get with us it this, should be talked really fast so imagine what we're talking with our couple because we have to be fast on that day yes we are in wedding mode right now we need to realize that we are this is wednesday <laughs> monday no wedding here and actually just calm yes down. we record on a wednesday we post on a monday so you're probably listening to this on your way to work on a monday but so yes i agree with you you know i i'm hit or miss with the first looks i love them i don't love correct. them but if you're not going to do one and you're having a winter wedding you can't have your ceremony at 3 30 because you you have to by the time you have unless you're doing inside pictures but that brings us to a whole nother level of issues because i don't want to upset anyone but i used to call myself a natural light photographer which if we're being honest was code for i don't know how to use flash right it's not always do not come at me but that was my reason for saying i'm a natural light photographer which means i need sunlight to make my pictures work right this was very early on, like first or second wedding. I still knew how to use flash. I didn't know how to use it to make it look not reception. Like at reception, the flash fires, you expect to have a flash. Um, I'm talking making it look like daylight. You know, there is a way to do that. I've got to be able to use, you know, if you have a photographer that isn't super comfortable with flash, you may run into a problem with your photos once it gets dark. Right. So if you're having a 3.30 ceremony and it's over at 4, sun, it's pretty dark by 5. It's by 5. You have an hour. And we still have to probably do family formals. Family formals, yeah. And people, party. people say, oh, well, we can do it before. Well, if you're not doing a first look, and I, I hope for anyone who's listening to this, what is a first look? That's when the couple sees each other for the first time prior to the ceremony. Uh, we will do first look or not to first look another time. But people say, let's do family before the ceremony. Well, that's fine, but you're not going to ever have the couple together. Together in the family, yes. And I feel like the whole point of family photos is we have become a family today because of this marriage. Let's get photos together. So you're not going to be able to get the couple together with the families if you do it prior. I've had couples that have opted for that because they are firm, no first look, and that's fine. But it gets dark when it gets dark. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about that. So what time would you recommend if they don't want to do a first look? I mean, it depends on the size of the family, the size of the bridal party, and how what their expectations are for bridegroom formals. Are we going to drive away from the venue to multiple locations? Do you have an extremely long shot list and expectations and a Pinterest board and all the things? Or are you basically keeping it to immediate family only, which is parents, guardians, brothers, sisters, nieces, nephews? Or are you extending out to aunts, uncles, grandparents? I mean, we always get grandparents, but are we extending out to aunts and uncles? And that will determine your time. That's going to determine your ceremony time. I usually do not have control over that ceremony time. By the time I'm having these conversations with a couple, their planner and or their venue have already set these times. So that's when it's important that you have a conversation with your couple. And if they have a videographer, I have to take that into account as well it's got it's got to work for them you you got to share space vendors get along yeah absolutely see and it's so funny because we talk about this all the time but like i still never look at it from that angle yeah why do i have no idea what they've told you and what they want for their shot list i have no idea what places they want to go to because they're with you at that moment so for me i'm like oh an hour it's fine (laughs) right you know what i mean because i'm like oh well that's fine if you're just getting bridal party with those two and then just them and then hitting family formal reception or something and you can do those things but you just have to be prepared for if it only has an hour, right? This is what she can do in an hour, right? So just move up the ceremony right. and shorten your. And a lot of 
venues as long as you're not changing it on the day a lot of venues will allow you to call and be like hey can we right absolutely so i mean final usually most venues want final count and final timeline and everything by tuesday before but as we know timelines run about 15 minutes late and it's my job that if they are running a little bit behind that i need to notify the venue hey you know dinner's gonna run about 15 minutes late that way they can make sure your food is hot is hot and ready to go yes all right i think that have we talked what have we talked long enough about this can we get into some uh yes listener q a i had one come in yesterday this is actually from a a bride of ours i won't name names but she is a bride of ours and she said i can think of a lot of general questions but she has one and this is actually for her wedding um how much information is too much information for your vendors and is that something that is appreciated or is it just like just let me do my job (laughs) i love her um okay i'll go i am the vendor that wants all the information there is never not enough communication for planners and coordinators we want to know everything anything all the things like mm-hmm. anything that you're worried about even asking i tell everyone you're not bothering me you have hired me to be a part of this process with you so if you have mom throwing a question at you aunt mary throwing a question at you you have people throwing questions at you please just send me an email and we're able to get through that so that's probably from a wedding planner coordinator point of view uh, it's going to be a little bit different for every vendor, but tell your venue and your coordinator or planner all the things for sure. So those are prepared. So from a photographer standpoint, you have to be cautious with accepting all the information. And I say accepting, I, you know, like you said, if they come at me with lists and lists and lists, I will accept lists and lists and lists. But if they ask me this particular question, I say, you know, we do sit down with my business. All photographers operate differently. We do sit down about a month, a couple weeks before your wedding and we talk all family members we want photographed. I like to have names. You know, if I'm just like, where's your dad? That's not as good as being like, oh, hey, Mr. Smith, I need you over here. If he hears his name, he's going to answer. Um, with photography, you kind of set, you can set yourself up with disaster for some people. You say, you know, I need photo lists and they get on Pinterest. And next thing you know, you have 25 pages and it becomes an unrealistic expectation. And now you have to like pull that pull that away from them and be like, there is no physical way to get all of these photos in the amount of time that we have. And then they're kind of sad. Absolutely. Because I didn't prepare them for that. So usually what I do is say, definitely have to do family formals. This is the time that we have. Are there any shots in particular that you would like me to get? And that that gives them the opportunity to give me stuff. I don't just turn them loose and be like, hey, send me whatever you want. Because again, I can't make time. And it's the same thing with DJs. And I'm hoping that we'll have some guest DJs on here eventually. But we've heard from our DJ friends, you know, don't give your DJ a list that says you have to play every single one of these songs on the list and in this order. Because there's no point in a DJ at that point. It's a Spotify playlist. That's a great way of putting it. Because a professional, good DJ is going to read your crowd. Do you have a very young crowd? They're going to play music that they know that young crowd is going to get excited about. Do you, right. you know, I had a wedding at the beginning of June, I believe. And the crowd was generally, when I looked around, I was like, wow, it's been a long time since I've, I've been to a wedding where there weren't a lot of young people. And I'm meaning you know, people in their 20s. Um, I'd say it was 40 or over and these people were getting it on the dance floor i mean they were having a blast but they were dancing to the hits 
that they grew up with right. when they were in the club. <laughs> and the DJ read that. If you give them a list and he sees he plays the song from your list and everyone's leaving the dance floor, you've locked him in. He can't, do they call it fade? Fade that song fade. out um, and put a banger on that's going to bring everyone back on. Absolutely. You're not going to have a good experience. Absolutely. So I think like when she said, just let me do my job. I think that for you, like you said, you want all the things. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's so true for photographers video. Right. It's specific to our industry. Absolutely. It's And level of experience, read reviews, level of professionalism. What are other people saying? Like we just turned him loose and let him play whatever. And our dance floor was packed. Yes. Read the reviews. It yes. will tell you what this vendor is going to do for yep. you on your day. I agree 100%. I, I actually just had an instance with that. Oh my gosh, that was last the fall weddings. Uh, it was last November. They had specific songs that they wanted played, but when the DJ would play their specific, people songs, would leave. Everyone would leave the dance floor. because it's stuff that they like. But collectively, as a whole, it's not like the a dance floor, a wedding. So I think you should interject those songs. Absolutely, guests don't have to be out on the floor all the time. Right. But you also have to put your expectation out there. Right. Do you want your guests out there all the time, or are you okay with just listening right. to your favorite songs? having your right. small group of friends out there with you. Right, because I have some DJs, that, you know, the ones that we know real well that'll stand beside us and be like, ooh, this one's on the list. Let's see how it goes. And then what <laughs> they actually come on dance and he's like, I never expected yeah, it. like surprises for sure. So, you know, give, give them a list. And I, I don't want to speak for the DJs, but I'm speaking for the ones that we know well that we talk about this stuff with. Go ahead and give them a list. Just don't say you have to play these in this order. You know, if, yeah. if, if people start to leave... Feel free to go into something else. Same with photos. Like if we have time, these are the extra ones that I would like. But this is the list of must-haves. Like we have to get these photos. Great. I will put them on the must-have list and make sure that we do everything in our power to get them. And then if we have time list. Absolutely. Like must-have list, must-have right. songs. Like these are the five songs I for sure won't be at yep. the wedding. Then they'll happen. But don't give like 20 some. Don't give a shot list that's 10 pages long. <laughs> I've had it happen. It's very, and again, I accept it. And I take it. And I I print it, but it is stressful. And again, then it, it, I feel bad if I'm not able to complete it and they feel bad if there's things left off, which I will say that most of the time I will never leave a venue at the end of the night without having everything crossed off and, or have gone to the couple and said, Hey, we still haven't done this. Cause like sometimes there's a specific person or there's a child that wasn't there earlier that we need to get nine times out of 10. My couples say, you know, we thought that list was a great idea, but we are exhausted <laughs> and we are done. Uh, and then we Forget just, about the sunset. but I, but I had, yeah. Yeah. I have a rainbow. Oh, I know. Were you there? Say, I care. If you want to know Hannah, she was distraught. <laughs> she was like, Ashley, please get this couple to come with me. And they, I just went to them and they were having so much they fun. They didn't want said, a rainbow. There's a rainbow out there. Hannah, I just want to know if you want to run out there. And, there. and they looked me right in the face and said, Absolutely not. And that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But like, it was so sad. Yeah. It was sad for it, the rainbow. It was selfish. I mean, how often do you get a rainbow? I'm like, oh, I'm going to, okay. I've only ever had one other real rainbow in all these years. And it was beautiful. But that couple wanted it. This couple didn't want it. And again, I am not a person that's like, no, this is for my portfolio, my website, and you're going to come out for this rainbow. <laughs> you no. right you're 
having a blast at your reception. You don't want to. I'll just yeah. be sad by myself. I'll be sad alone. <laughs> no, it was, it was totally fine. All right. Do we have anything else to say today? Or can you tell everyone where they can find you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Plans for Perfection or Facebook at Plans for Perfection. Just all one word. Um, and of course, my website at plans-for-perfection.com. And I am Hannah Barlow Photography everywhere on the World Wide Web. Just stick me in Google and you will find me. And I do believe that is it. it. Our next episode is going to be the Monday before Halloween, right? Monday before Halloween. All right. And we are going to talk Halloween weddings specifically. So we will see you all then. Bye, guys. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review at the end of this podcast. Yes.